0: It's episode 311, the, the 311th 11th, 11th episode, um, which, Starting as you gather, means it's really, really important. Uh, it's the episode that follows Microsoft Ignite, where we try and sift through the thousands of messages in the message center. Anyway, what are we going to cover? Well, our three, three top things. Organizational data in Microsoft 365? Um, we've also got uh, collaborative notes in channel meetings. Uh, so that's going to be uh, interesting to chat about. Um, and then uh, Copilot coming to Windows 10. was coming to Windows 11. Now it's definitely coming to 10. Let's talk about why in this episode. Roll it. And you know you wanted to come back after that intro because of all wow. the intrigue I sowed in that, that intro.
1: Oh, it was amazing. That may have been mm. the most amazing intro we've ever had in the 311 episodes of this show.
0: It was amazing. At least, I... at least the most amazing 311th episode intro. Oh, my gosh. Whew. Mm. So while Daniel's taking a sip, I'll slip it in and say that you've got to follow us if you're not already. And we thank you for following us. If you are, you're here um, that people do make the time to catch up with what's happening in M365 and the message center by following 365 MCS on all the socials that matter. That matter. Yeah. We haven't added any additional ones
1: since. And I feel like, if you're still around after that intro, you really do care about what's coming and what's new in Microsoft
0: 365. Did you and want me? To, I can do a retake if you want. I no, can. Okay. Look. No. Hey, everyone on this episode no, 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 of 311. No, no. no it's we, we have variety
1: here. We we do, we do. things like a variety uh, show. Kind of without the funny parts. Um, <laughs> Ooh. I'm just kidding.
0: I'm just, just a kidding. comedian.
1: So yes, we Ignite, Microsoft Ignite conference Mm. uh, was last week where Copilot was every other sentence and we got uh, a little bit of information on (laughs) other things. Um, Yeah, we did. If you didn't figure it out, basically every product team in Microsoft has been working only on Copilot for the last 12 months or something. So, uh, you know, they got to have their big, huge reveal of everything Copilot, mm. and uh, we we learned some things. We'll talk about several announcements around Copilot uh, in this episode, uh, and how things are changing and being renamed because, mm. you know, of course they have to rename stuff too. Um, you know, they do. We we need to keep people employed, so even the people who rename stuff have to be employed. Um, so we'll talk about that as well. Um, And uh, I think
0: it's the 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 trends that we'll see around that renaming mm. and what that means for using those services and Mm. um, how to access them. Mm. Yeah, indeed, indeed. And I think what's our first um, one, Daniel? Oh, we we're not going there yet. Sorry.
1: No, yeah, I think let's jump into it. That's where I was going. Yeah. Uh, So first message is collaborative notes in channel meetings. Hello. Mm-hmm. MC690924. That's right. The wonderful uh, functionality we've had in Teams meetings, this collaborative notes where you can, it's a Microsoft Loop component. Have you ever heard of Loop, Daryl?
0: Yes. Okay. Yes, I have.
1: Um, <clears throat> we've had this wonderful Loop component. Uh, integration where we can take these notes uh, collaboratively, meaning all of us all at the same time seeing what people are typing. Uh, Inside, can I call it regular Teams meetings, you know,
0: ad hoc team meetings. Um, Yeah, I think the official name is a private Teams meeting.
1: Is it? Private Teams meeting. Yeah, it
0: is. Um,
1: So now we're going to be able to do uh, collaborative notes in channel meetings. So if you create a meeting – uh, that is now, you know, inside or tied to a channel, then you'll be able to use it. Um this does bring up some interesting questions about this functionality. Um you know, my my first question that came out of my mouth was, hey, does this mean then guests in that team will mm-hmm. in that that are members of that channel will be able to see these collaborative notes? Because in these private Teams meetings, you they can't when they click on notes, it has a nice construction barricade looking thing saying you don't yep. have access to this. Um, mm-hmm. So will they have access? I, I'm guessing they will, if they're going to be storing, but the reason why they couldn't before is that loop component that was powering that was not accessible to guests. Mm. Right. But if we're storing this loop component in the channel, which is what mm. I'm assuming we're doing here, then yep. will then the guests be able to see the, the channel, um, the collaborative notes in this channel meeting. Well,
0: uh, a small insight to that, because mm. it is now generally available, I could mm. say that early experience is, yes, a guest mm. who's part, and this, case okay, expands on the meeting thing, but it actually is is the reason why it works, Mm -hmm. why I think it will work um, for meetings. That a guest of a team is not outside your org. They've been given an identity inside your org via B2B and et cetera. Not like a proper account with a license, but they have an identity in your place. Mm -hmm. The file is now available in a place, a file store where they are allowed to get to. Mm -hmm. And when you're adding a component to a team's conversation, it's stored in the files tab of the channel. Hmm. So that is the same place where collaborative notes will be stored. Hmm. And therefore, I believe, and I need to test this this week, (laughs) but um, guests should be able to access those collaborative notes.
1: Um, It also, you know, brings up other questions uh, to me about, you know, access to Planner uh, because, you know, um and things like that when we're talking about guests but um Mm -hmm. and how all that'll work with follow up tasks you know are you going to be able to assign a task to a guest i'm assuming you will be able to but how do they access that i i don't know there's a lot of questions here um so at, it'll be interesting. So that's my first question is guests interaction. And so it sounds like mm-hmm. there will be some, but some particulars I think will have to be discovered. And maybe we'll add that to Daryl's checklist of what he needs to check. Uh, the second thing though, is uh, what is covered in uh, the section down below in the important notes in this message, mm. which is talking about the wiki based meeting notes, you know, that functionality that, No one liked, uh, rightfully so. And so they're getting rid of it. And we kind of knew this, but they were putting some actual date on this because basically it's saying that, okay, first of all, collaborative notes in these channel meetings are only available in new Teams desktop client. Okay. So we have to have the new Teams, but the notes are not going to be available, collaborative notes in EDU yet but it's coming however they're getting rid of wiki based notes anyway so whether or not they have it ready for edu or not doesn't matter they're getting rid of it oh also gcc and gcc high and dod clouds same thing it's not available for you um the collaborative notes and meet in channel meetings but we're getting rid of the wiki based so say goodbye in fact they put a january 2022 date on that at the very very Mm. bottom which Um, Which is interesting because the rollout period here is targeted release early January through late January, and then standard release is mid-February through early March. So there's definitely a time period, it looks like, where EDU and uh, those government clouds are not going to have the wiki-based note-taking nor are you going to have the collaborative meeting notes for um for the the channel meeting so i you know there's going to be some limits here and you're you're it's just not going to be there when you go and take notes for a meeting
0: for the few that use it,
1: right well i mean yes correct (laughs) um so uh that's the rollout i'm excited about this it I will say it's going to change the way I use collaborative notes a little bit because when I'm on a meeting, for instance, with a client and I'm taking collaborative notes, I kind of have in the back of my head, they don't see this. And so I'm going to have to mm. take these meeting notes that we're taking um, internally on the, and and summarize them and send them to the client. Uh, so if we do this as a channel meeting though, then they will be able to see it and we can, but we need to change our strategy on how we use it, but then also how we make sure the client or in, in your case, it may just be an external party. Um, will have to, uh, how we can teach them how they get access to it. Right. Because it's kind of the whole point is you, you don't want to have to copy and paste those into something else you need to show them how to get to those notes so
0: Mm. Mm.
1: Uh, daryl um let's switch gears a little bit and maybe talk about some ignite news um however i broke the news before ignite um you know and i want to make sure everyone knows that uh no i'm just joking but it is uh renaming things which you know yeah uh, we mentioned before microsoft loves to do
0: yeah, it's it's all about it's all about coordinating tasks and what we get up to, and I'm going to cover off two messages because they kind of approach the same thing but in two different directions, with projects on the web, and with our current experience of um, tasks by planner. So the first message is the. Uh, <laughs> Let me try and read this. I have to, because I think it takes the title for the longest title, honestly. App name change for Microsoft Project for the Web, Project, Teams, Tab, and Project Power App to Planner Project. See, I had to pause there and take a breath for starters, but then also try and make sense of it. Um, So... MC 690608, their uh, project on the web has been uh, a useful product, but it has also been kind of hard to access for a lot of people. Um, if you're willing to pay the money, then you'll get access to it. Project managers, I'm sure. Um, uh, from the other direction, we've had this product planner for a while that, that we've seen a lot of potential but we've wanted it to do more than what it can do. We've wanted it to be able to uh, have dependencies or have a Gantt chart and a few things that were really kind of protected and, you know, no, no, if you want that, you're going to have to go to Project on the Web. Well, Microsoft have certainly responded and have, you know, Finally. brought all that together. Yeah. And so as part of that, uh, and it's all related to those announcements, we're not going to cover the announcements so much, but uh, the rename is about aligning with that. The, those experiences and, and features that we've wanted, which used, were traditionally part of project on the web, uh, are now part of Planner Project, uh, which, if, if we can put it another way, is Planner Premium. It is you know, planner that we know today, but it's going to be able to do a whole lot more. Uh, I I, honestly, there was so much happening at Ignite and I was starting a new job. I've still got to catch up with the details. So I'm not going to pretend to know it it all, but I'm excited about that. Not so much the rename uh, because, (laughs) um, well, actually, look, the rename is important because it's actually trying, and you've said this, Daniel, it's about trying to make sense of, what has been a confusing transition period for the next message. Should I cover that? Or do you have any thoughts about the project part of it before we?
1: Well, I just, one thing I wanted to highlight there is the very end of this title. It says planner and parentheses project. Yeah. So maybe that's the, there's planner. Yeah. And then there's planner project. I don't know. There's not, it's not very clear there to me. Uh, what the the yeah. new project is going to be officially named, but I think it's it. it I think it is Planner Project.
0: I think right. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's which the it's like Pro. it's
0: Planner with Project features. Yeah. Um, which yeah. you pay a premium to get, which is why I call it Planner Premium. Right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but I, when I say Planner Premium, I actually I'm not even knowledgeable of what that additional cost is, but it is. Uh, I think we, we're going to say this. There is, we're, we're seeing a recognizable pattern with some of the services that you have a suite of something which covers a number of stuff. And then if you want the extra cheese, then you've got to pay premium. The premium, you take it up to the premium, whatever. Anyway, I'll move on to the next one that's re- related to it, um, positioning and going from the other direction. And we've seen this in, in Flux for a while, is that what was Tasks and then was tasks by Planner, uh, and, um, you know, that's today. It's it, it's your Planner experience in Teams. It also brings in there your, your to-do um, items as well. Uh, Is going to be renamed as Microsoft Planner, right? So now, if you relate that to the previous message, you've got Planner, Microsoft Planner, and then you've got Microsoft Planner Project. So um, not... Not so much that there's any changes as far as I can see to functionality. Maybe there's a few bits and pieces, but the bigger news is really that that project features are coming down into a Planner-like experience. And so now you've got this nice delineation of Planner, which you get out of the box with most of your subscriptions. But if you want the premium, cool, project-type dependency, Gantt chart features and all that resourcing stuff, project slash premium. Mm-hmm. I think it's all I need to say about that. Um, there's some yeah. really good, interesting content, and the community is certainly excited about it and sort of diving deep. I don't think anyone's got their hands on it necessarily in a, in a form that they can show us yet, but looking forward to see it.
1: Yeah, because it was talking about the rollout for all of us is, you know, spring, you know, of oh, next year, kind really? of, kind of, yeah, talking. So. Um, yeah, you know, when we're talking about some of this renaming and the messages, is talking about, oh, this will be rolling out late January, blah, blah, blah. But some of these features coming mm. together, you know, will be a, that's kind of the time frame we're talking about is spring yep. and then later on, some other stuff. So it's not immediate, but soon ish.
0: The good resource link to use is aka.ms forward slash the new planner. Hmm. So check that out. I'm going to um daniel moving on to uh well this is good um something's oh, happening with teams in the web browser yeah yeah yeah
1: <laughs> announcing the general availability of new teams on web for edge and chrome mc690598 yes the new experience of teams brand spanking new teams that's been around for a while um is coming to Teams on Web. So you'll be able to have that like now. Uh be able to have uh you'll go in there and you will try the new Teams toggle will be there for you. And so you can switch it on and have the new experience, which I think is great, Daryl, because of all of the and we've had several conversations around this, you know, these new experiences that are coming in teams that are gonna mm. require new teams. And, you know, the thought has been, well, what about those people who use Teams in the browser, whether they're forced to or they are in different tenants or, or actually it's more like they're different, you know, different logins, right? And you're, you need mm. to have Teams client and Teams web. And how does that all work? And so, anyway, so this kind of helps with that uh, because new Teams is coming to your, to the web for Edge and Chrome. Um, for the, uh, there is some rollout timeframes time here about when it's going to be available, when it will be forced to be uh, optional because, you know, you could turn this off um, and when mm-hmm. it will be there, forced there. Um, and uh, then, you know, there this will be updated and you will get more information as, as the process goes along. But it's available today, which... We don't really like it when Microsoft does this, where they go, hey, <laughs> by the way, it's already there. Uh, but this, you know, it's one of those things where it's a toggle, which means while it's there, um, you have to actually click it to experience it. But um, mm. sure wish we had some knowledge up front about this. But so uh, what do you think, Daryl? Do you am I spot on there with, you know, this bringing in that functionality that we will be required for the new functionality that we've, we've already talked about before coming in teams.
0: Um, The pattern that they're using now for releasing and trying new versions of software. Well, I think we first saw it in outlook, the new outlook and try this out. I really like it. And I've, I've heard that it's used internally as well as a way, and this isn't like, you know, breaching in NDAs it's just a smart mechanism that if you want to switch between the new and what's stable in production there's a switch uh, and this is a good way to transition that um, here's the switch it's available as admins you can turn that off if you if you need to restrict access to that um, then you know that gradual progression of making it the default experience I think at the moment there's you know a few things that aren't possible, um, in terms of, you know, parody experience, which that's why it's an optional thing. Um, so yeah, it's good though. I think I I like this switch it and try it. If it's not working out for you, switch it back. Um, gradual, gradual way.
1: Well, um, switching gears here a little bit, let's switch to some things we, um, Kind of were buried. Down again or up again,
0: Daniel. Down you know, again or up again.
1: Well, it's like um, they they buried it in Microsoft Ignite announcements. I had to hunt and hunt and hunt to find information about this thing that some people are talking about Copilot. I don't even know how to spell it. Um, um you know, but uh, it's coming to I'm you I'm on Windows 10. It's coming to Windows 10. Right? That's amazing.
0: Exactly. So uh, you can finish the message now that you've said all this. No, to
1: no, I want you to tell it. I want it's you okay. to.
0: No, it's funny. Like, um, uh, side comment that yeah, the, the Copilot news was so prolific that news about Copilot was buried under news about Copilot. And this right. is one of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. um, But we know that you know Windows, 10, Windows 11 um, was signaled... Uh, was it back at the beginning? Hang on. September 17th. I forget what the date was. It was a September day.
1: I'll ask Copilot.
0: Yeah, you do that. You go and do that. But uh, MC690505 uh, talks about um, bringing Copilot to more people using Windows. Uh, It's coming to Windows 11 or actually, it's actually here. Sorry, I'm I'm experiencing it this week um, in my new job. Um, But, you know, there's a good portion of, of organizations that are still quite happy to stay on 10 because it's nice and stable. It's still getting its updates. Uh, it's still a, a great OS. So um, here comes a, a, the opportunity to have Copilot as part of your experience in things like the the search box. now. Mm-hmm. Daniel and I are sort of wondering, because it it says, first of all, Copilot for Windows 10 will be rolled out broadly to non-managed devices. uh, That would be Windows Home and Pro editions of Windows 10. And so they're going for, first of all, those uh, devices that are are not business-related, I think, really, and aren't necessarily managed. And the experience that we think that they'll get Uh, um, because of the other thing around the renaming of the Bing Chat and then Bing Chat Enterprise to Copilot and Copilot Pro or Copilot. What did we say it was? Copilot Pro?
1: No, it's Copilot and Copilot. I, I I don't know that there's differentiation because it basically when I'm reading it says Microsoft Copilot, which is yeah. what what Bing Chat is going to be renamed to, but then Bing yeah. Chat Enterprise is going to be renamed to Copilot. I mean, there's a message in the message center this week about that, but it it yeah. just says Copilot and it's Copilot with a little protected symbol.
0: Uh, oh, like a little <laughs> switch, right? Yeah. So whatever whatever whether you're using it public not publicly personally for mm. Windows 10 outside of being part of a work device mm. um you can use copilot and and access chat gpt 3.5 and it's 4 now stuff uh, yeah it's four. Four, is it 4 okay it is 4 yeah uh and then um and then copilot business edition Pro something enterprise.
1: We're a little confused. When it's when your when you you're, when your
0: device is if you've signed into Microsoft three six five and you can access that tenant from your Windows device, then mm-hmm. you will be able to perform queries and prompts to your business data. Um, Which I just did. By the way. By the way, yeah.
1: Copilot for on a Windows, Windows ten device? Uh, copilot on Windows was announced September twenty first, twenty three. 2023 and a free update for windows 11 uh, was made available mm-hmm. September 26th of
0: 2023. So I just wanted
1: to right. fill you in. That's you what Copilot says anyway.
0: So coming to windows 10, that's the short version. Daniel yeah. actually f- finished saying the message 10 seconds after he started. And I just <laughs> added a whole lot of volume, oh, to it. but I'll, I will we'll continue moving along. Um, I, no, hold to, on a second. Uh, I think what, what I do is think there something is something else you want to cover. It,
1: well, it's just very interesting. You you mentioned home devices and and basically non enterprise devices are getting this first in Windows 10, which is very interesting mm-hmm. in my mind because it basically is giving it to the people who I guess you know are not paying. Accessing the free enterprise. version. It's like the free, or the included you know? version. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that's very interesting. Uh, so home users are getting this first. Um, as you mentioned, I think that's an important part to kind of, you know, mm. draw out from that. That's all. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Good. Fair call. All Fair, right. Fair, he says. Um, your turn. Org data. Oh.
1: Yeah. Yes. Organizational data in Microsoft 365, MC690182. This is an interesting one. If you, if you kind of mentioned this, um, you know, to somebody who doesn't work in Microsoft 365 admin kind of space, they may go, wait a minute, why would you want to do this? Basically, this is allowing you to export from an HR system, an CSV file, flat file, and then take that manually flat file and import it into Microsoft 365. So you may go, what? Manually? Why in the world would you do that? Why why wouldn't you automate this? Well, this is for those systems that you can't automate, right? Um, And this is the ability for admins to go in and say, I take the CSV of people information. And that people information in the CSV, I can upload it. It'll... Ingest it, but that then will be used by these various services in 365 that that need that data of of relational data, who's who, what department they're in, um, you know, all of this kind of information that you know things like uh, when you are targeting content. Audience targeting and and that kind of thing. You, you need this information. People cards, filling in you know all of that information. If it's not something that's automatically in your Active Directory now, intra ID, then then you need to do this import. And so that's that's what this is uh, enabling you to do. Um, now it does, Daryl, bring up some interesting you know thoughts here. Is that okay? What is the process for updating? Because you're going to hire some people and people are going to leave. So how do you mm-hmm. update this import? How do you um, manage this from a perspective of uh, ongoing? And will there be any ability to do automation in the future? We don't know.
0: Oh, absolutely. Because yeah. Daniel, part of the strategy here is if the app or the platform doesn't provide an API or some level of automation it only provides a CSV export and then your organization imports it into Microsoft 365 and sees so much value in that and said this is amazing this is great yeah. they're going to turn around and put pressure on the vendor of the other system <laughs> yeah probably and say hey I mean, hey give us an API
1: i mean this really is for organizations that are using this system for their source, their record of truth on people data Mm -hmm. that that that's probably not enterprise grade. Uh, You know, it's probably not something that it's not uh, a big named that has APIs that has all of this. Um, And so Mm -hmm. uh, there's another way that this might be uh, applicable is you don't really have a technical team at all, right? All you have is, an admin power user person who even if it did have an API, they wouldn't know how to, you know, do anything with it. So, mm-hmm. but they do know how to click the export and click select CSV. And then, so they got a file. So now they can go over here and do an import. I, I don't know. There's um, another
0: but, possibility to you, Daniel. What's that? that? That their org data is a spreadsheet.
1: Mm. <laughs> True. <laughs> or, or their org yeah. data is is wrong. And so they need to export it, clean it up, and then import it. Yeah, um, That's an, another one, too. So this is going to be rolling out late November, so soonish. Expect to be completed by early January uh, for everyone to have this functionality in there to be able to do this import. So uh, be looking out for that if that's something that you, you've you been thinking about. Hey, we'd like to have some additional information to be pulling in. So.
0: Um I'll add this. Um yeah. it it uh it's talking about org data and N three six five, but the services that are probably gonna benefit a lot from it are the Viva services, your mm-hmm. insights and, and things that um Indeed yeah, take it. Absolutely. Of Absolutely.
1: So um when that rolls out, let's schedule a a meeting. From from Outlook though. I want to schedule a a yeah. town hall. Can do you I do, do it
0: that? do you do it from anywhere else? Teams, but oh, okay, yeah, fair enough. Okay, <laughs> um, yeah, and when you do that, uh, you'll be able to to, to do something a little more than that. Um, mm-hmm. today, uh, when you schedule a meeting in Outlook uh, and you add the Teams switch across, you definitely get a Teams meeting. Mm-hmm. But uh, this message talks about additional Teams meeting templates added to the Outlook Teams add in. I'll slow that down after I've said the number MC 690 white zero. With so much enthusiasm, oh yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm getting a bit, a big bit crazy here. Maybe I'm just super excited about this. You but, are. But um, it is help. good that uh, we'll be able to create not just the regular old standard teams meeting, but you'll have the choice of webinar mm-hmm. and town hall, and probably some more to come uh, if you're in kind of a premium range. But those are two good starts that you know, for some of us who do organize a lot of meetings, people have been doing it for years maybe and that's their role. Uh, Outlook is super functional. Um, teams, sure it does a lot, but Outlook is super functional in being able to um, say, I'm going to organize a webinar in here or the town hall. Um, we think that it's going to be a bit like when you schedule a Teams meeting in Outlook that what usually comes after that is the options. You know, you want to configure how does this webinar work? How does this town hall work? We think that the Outlook new templates experience will be much like the team standard one where you have to create the meeting invite, send it out, and then that'll create the space to configure the options. I've found that to be, hmm, you know, I I wish we could do it a bit earlier, but such is life. Is it going to be more important now that we'll have a – a webinar work with me on this, Daniel. Okay, we've created the meeting webinar, uh, the invite. We are sending mm-hmm. that out. We want to create the webinar space as well. Part of that is going through and maybe adding some of the details about who's speaking and what. And it, it mm-hmm. also publishes a page that's publicly available for people who are registering for the webinar. Mm-hmm. What if the invite goes out and it's picked up and read um, before all that stuff is configured? I don't I know. know. Well, we we we'll to see. We're we'll to see, but um. Well, keep it short. Um, there's some good information down the bottom there about um, webinars and town planning. halls yeah. and planning. Well, planning. So virtual
1: virtual appointments are the third one here that as well as the oh, template. But yeah, um, but you're right. I I it's going to be interesting to see how that the options work uh, for creating yep. these.
0: Yep. And in what order? Yeah, Standard indeed. release will begin rolling out early December and expect to be complete mid-December. So we shall know b- by then. By then. Perfect. Um Yep. Um get it together, Daniel. Tell us about this uh, Fine. next message. I'll get
1: it together. Together mode and content share layout improvement. MC six eight nine five oh one. This uh is a very interesting. Uh, announcement here because this message is talking about, you know, when you go in and you're in together mode. So you're in the stadium seating kind of view or, or, you know, a different type of view in together mode in teams, but then content is shared. You know, your together mode is kind of jacked up, right? Well, now it's going to be a what they're calling uh, a full together mode, which is Interesting, but uh, it's not really full. But basically, they're going to take everybody's position or um, experience shown, you know, in that together mode, and they're going to put them in the bottom, uh, beh- below where, just like the screenshot shows, below the uh, shared content. Now, in the screenshot, it's only showing five people. Um, there's some issues with the screenshot and the way it's shown, but anyway, there, but there's only five people. What if there's 20? I don't, what's it going to do? I, I'm not sure if we're, you scroll through, if it shows the
0: most carousel. Person.
1: Yeah. Everyone loves a carousel. Um, so this is, I mean, basically they're removing your background and sticking you down there in the bottom, uh, below the content. Mm. Uh, you know, I think that mm. helps a little bit in that gives you the perception everyone's kind of in this meeting room seated at the at a horseshoe table kind of thing. And, um, you know, kind of gives you that experience. Um, so there's not a lot of information here at all. Just one screenshot though uh, kind of gives you a little bit about that. So I'm not entirely sure how all, you know, if there's more than, are you going to get small? Is there a carousel? You know?
0: Yeah. Um, I think I've come up with a, a way to describe this and. Uh, I don't mean to diminish the feature, but Uh-oh. it is the gallery mode without backgrounds.
1: It, you know, it kind of is, yeah. It is
0: the gallery. Yeah.
1: And, and that's it's below
0: the content. Indeed. Which then means hopefully we have an option to put it above the content because you want the eye contact. Um,
1: yeah. Who knows? I doubt it. But, you know,
0: Come maybe. Come together right now.
1: Oh, me. All right. So this is uh, rolling out early December completed by mid December for targeted release standard release early January completed in mid January. And then yes, government cloud GCC high and DOD, although it doesn't mention GCC at all. Uh, we'll be getting it late January completed late February. So we'll be getting uh, that experience and sir, to wrap this all up, I'm going to send you a chat message. I just hope you accept it.
0: Well, that all depends, Daniel, Mm. um, on a number of things. But we'll get into that And, and not too deep into that because we're now at about 36 minutes of show we're delivering so much value that value you people. should like this episode while yes. you if you manage to get this far
1: <laughs> hey of course they made it this far give us a thumbs up and a subscribe and share it out to all your yep.
0: friends and your yep. enemies yeah for sure <laughs> if you really don't like your pen that's no you no no i'm just
1: suggesting everybody <laughs> so i didn't want them to go well oh, I only have five friends no share it out to
0: everybody Maybe, maybe sharing this is um, uh, something of a peace accord. Maybe, yes, yeah, you could find peace. Um, MC. Let's start with a message title: Microsoft Teams meeting chat invitation for unmanaged users. MC six eight nine four nine six. We always love when a title is written um, by a product group that is being very focused on the feature, Mm. but. How would you describe this to regular people? Here's how I would say. Hmm. Uh, it is, it is uh, when someone, Okay, well, maybe that's the catch. How do you put this into a title and you don't make it a big sentence? Uh, I should have done this, planned it earlier. Maybe it is harder than it is. Uh, this is. External. Chat. Chat invitation. With people who aren't your contacts. Hmm. There you go. It is. Yeah. All right. This is this is when um, y- your organisation is open federated. In plain English, that means that your organisation receives Teams messages from people that you don't have a trust relationship with. You, mm-hmm. You're not connected to. You're just open, a bit like email. Mm-hmm. And y- today you will get an invite, and uh, y- that's it, man. Your messages, it's coming. You know, you don't have an option to. Well, hold on there. I don't know who you are. I'm not necessarily going to make a connection here. Um, whereas this is, and they are called unmanaged users, um, you will be able to uh, accept or reject that message. And then following that, you know, maybe block that external unmanaged person. Um, so I think it's good. It's, it's, uh, I, I joked with Daniel before the show, you know, years ago when they said, "Oh, we've finally reached parity with Skype for Business," this is yet another feature that Skype for Business had. It is <laughs> and indeed. Teams has now got it.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is yeah. this is for those people. You know, just like you were saying, you allow communication from external, but mm. you don't allow all communication. Um, you don't want to be inundated with that, and so I think that you know, this is yeah. this is a good it may be catching up with paired you know getting parity but
0: it it is a good feature. Hmm. Yeah. So, um this is a uh, standard release rolling out early December expected to complete late December. There are no other stratifications of the delivery of this feature. Mm-hmm. Uh but I have seen it and the future is bright. Who do you have to wear shades? Yeah.
1: Thank you, everyone, for being here and listen to our silly jokes and hopefully get a little educated on some uh, interesting topics and interesting functionality that's coming uh, to your tenant, a a tenant near you or something, right? Uh, To your tenant very soon. We really appreciate it. And we would appreciate you sharing out where our numbers are growing for people, not just listening uh, to the audio and not just watching, but also people interacting. And that's really what we love, right? Daryl people interacting with what we're saying Mm -hmm. and adding value after the fact as well. So,
0: Mm -hmm. Hey, we've also almost reached that threshold where um, we can do a few more things with our channel. Yeah. In fact, we mm-hmm. kind of have, but but YouTube have done this interesting thing where, yeah, you've reached it, but now you've got to also qualify by having more people watch more hours and stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, what we're getting at there is, you know, please watch the whole episode. Just put it on in the background. <laughs> let it play. Um, you know, anyway, Just uh, let it I'll play. stop there. I could be too cheeky. Let it play. <laughs> let it play. Let it play.
1: Yes. Cheeky is your middle name. Uh, everyone thinks yeah. it's uh, as a service, but it is not. It is cheeky. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. che- <laughs> Love you, man. Cheeky as a service. Yeah, wow. it's cheeky
1: as a service. Thank you, everyone, for watching and listening. We re- greatly appreciate it, and we will see you in Episode 312 next week. Bye for now.
0: See you.